What's up, True Believers, and welcome to episode 10 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is our discussion of Iron Man 2 as part of our MCU Rewind series as we rewatch and rank all of the MCU films. Before we get into our discussion, we have a little housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping us a like or a subscription. And don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for our new videos and streams. You can also check us out on our video game show, The Penultimate Conquest, our TV movie show, The Cross Media Show, and our anime show, The Anime Nation. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Eric Ginn, your friendly neighborhood host for the evening. Alongside me is our director, Ruben Guerrero. Ruben, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. Things are great. And, of course, also joining us is the master of cinema, Christian Macias. How are you doing, my friend? Look, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Move on. Nice. Nice. A callback to Iron Man 2. Yes, sir. Right there. Uh, so, before we get into it, a uh, little housekeeping. Uh, community solo streams are continuing. Uh, Tessa says she's going to stream tomorrow night because she actually has a day off from work today. So, she's just going to enjoy herself. Uh, so, she will be... Uh, streaming Resident Evil 8 tomorrow evening. Uh, Ruben, are you still going to be streaming Mass Effect this week? No, Ruben is going to be streaming Mass Effect. Ruben, okay, yeah. all right. That's what it says a little typo the there in the, yeah. in the doc. Yeah, Ruben's going to be streaming a little Mass Effect. By, and, yes. By the way, if if any of you guys want to play Knockout City for the channel this week, <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I could be up for this too. I am totally down for this as well. I, I was just playing before the show started. So good. Okay, sorry to, inter- sorry to interrupt, Derek. Oh, you're good. And last thing, we have merch. So, if you want to check out our merch store, please go to the penultimateconquest.com slash merch. Yeah. We got some cool things. We, we yeah, Ruben, tell us about f- merch. Did I did too. She? Yeah, I was just going to say, we finally got our first order, and it's Christian, that son of a gun. I didn't see anything going for Tessa. I think Tessa said she did buy some, but I'll see. I got one order. All right. Little Marvel news before we get into our movie discussion. We had a trailer drop today yes, for the did. Eternals. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. my, oh, my. Was that a pretty thing to look at? Isn't it great that we always set up the show just right after, you know, Marvel yeah. drops? <laughs> right it's after. Nice. You know, it's, it's just. It works. I th- the, Monday, the Mondays really work yeah. for this. But yeah. I think uh, for two minutes, I think it was nice just to get a feel of how this movie is going to look. Um, Chloe, I mean, Zhao, right? Yes. Yeah. Chloe Zhao, like, she is great at picking shots. Oh, my goodness. Like, some nice, just nice landscape without green screen. That was nice to look at. Uh, yes. It had, I, I've, forget who the cinematographer for this movie is but also wow it's just there was so much good stuff now granted there wasn't a lot in terms of plot in this trailer i think we just no i mean so that's that makes sense yeah we're just getting an an idea here that the eternals have been around for a long time a very long time right and we also Uh, have i'm sorry to cut you off eric but we also have mm -hmm. somebody that's going to take over for the avengers that's right uh, the uh, Icarus, uh, Richard Madden's character. Um, I, I, I did see a great thing where someone was. Um, it was the scene in Spider-Man Two when the police cars are going by, and then Toby just eats the hot dog, 
It said uh, the Eternals when Thanos wipes out half the universe, and they're just like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like in the teaser they said like they step they they were there. What, what they what what they say? Like they uh, haven't stepped in until now. Like what, yeah. you, you didn't step in when Thanos is here. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Loki's taking over New York. Ultron's about to drop. Uh, uh, exactly. Tree down. So, but now, hey, something showed up. I did like the line at the end where he says, "Now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are no more, who's going to lead the Avengers?" Right. And it was just a nice little thing where like, they didn't say Captain America, which was nice. Like it was just it was Captain Rogers. Right. It was like hey, we have our Captain America right now. So, um, I thought that was neat. Um, I. Andrew- I- <laughs> Oh, I just want to say, yeah, that line was cool to me because it's the first time you're hearing someone not say Tony or Steve because, like, yeah. they don't know who those people are on a first name yeah. basis. So, like, that, I haven't heard them say Rogers or Iron Man like mm-hmm. in a long time. So that was like cool. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was it was really neat, and also Angela Jolie looking, woo, woo, Emma Chen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, um. It was, it's nice. It's it's nice. Like this is a very cool cast. I'm very excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see some of the Bollywood stuff we're gonna get to. Yeah, with Kamal, yeah. I, I think that's gonna be really neat. Like there, I think this is really showing the uh, push for more diversity that Marvel's going for in Phase Four. Like I think this is a fantastic movie for that, and uh, really excited for this movie because know nothing about it. Yeah, I've, My own- I've never read an Eternals comic. So I know nothing about them. So I'm I'm really excited. So uh, Ruben, what what is for some that? reason when they first announced this movie, I thought it was going to be like them just the beginning of their story. I don't know why. I just assumed that it was just going to be an introduction, like Iron Man one or Cap, uh, First Avenger. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, did I was I the only person that felt like that? No, not necessarily. Okay. I kind of thought it'd be like yeah, somewhat these... of an origins ish. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't expect it to span all the way up to Thanos. Yeah, I think it should because I mean, like, it's gonna be interesting because like we know nothing about these characters. It's the first time they've ever showed up or anything. How are you gonna make us care for them? Right. Is I think you show them throughout. And there he goes. History, um, dealing with different uh, uh, throughout history and dealing with different things that happen in the Marvel universe. I think that'll be interesting. Um, kind of like agree. a kind of like a Watchers vibe. They're just like sitting there watching the whole thing. So, Christian, you were about to say something as well. Yeah, I have two things, but I, I guess first, just to bounce off you, is that you're absolutely right. You nailed Eric. I think when you have that scene of all of them talking around the dinner table and they're talking within context of like the MCU that we already know of, like mm-hmm. that alone built hype. Like, oh, they know who the Avengers are, and like everything mm-hmm. they're doing is going to be in context with the uh, ongoing MCU. Like, that's going to be exciting for me. I think my only real complaint with the teaser and like people pointed out online on Twitter is that whatever, whoever is in charge of doing like post-production color grading on the film, um, like, okay, the, the movie looks drab. Like there's not enough color in it. Like even though the cinematography and the shots itself are like amazing, I love looking at nature. Um, when you compare it to like a Jack Kirby comic, yeah, it looks very gray in comparison. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll fix some up in post and whatnot. They still got what? Oh yeah, five, four or five months still to work on the movie. So just get in Doctor Strange and just be like, yeah, sorry, we this was filmed in a you know extra another dimension, you know, a multiverse. Nice of madness. Yeah, this this was filmed in the multiverse of madness. There you go. 
All right, but enough about Eternals. It's time. Oh, go ahead. One more, one more question. So, okay, so we've got three movies now. This th- three MCU movies this year: Black Widow, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spider Man. Yep. I wanted to ask how, like, with this teaser dropping, how would you rank this among uh, excitement levels for you? Among like the other films, like, where does Eternals fall? Um, I think for me right now, it's probably. Because I just don't know anything about what it's going to be. It's got to be four right now. Because yeah. obviously, Sp- Spider Man, Spider Man is number one. Like that's that's number one. Um, uh, what? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Spider Man is number one. There's there's no debate about that for me. Number two, it's got to be uh, Shang Chi. Like I'm I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited for that movie. Like it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mandarin, the um, real Iron Fist. Meaning we're bringing oh Iron Fist, you know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if Danny no, no, Rand shows I, I, up. No, I, what I mean is we're bringing in the Iron Fish. Oh, fist. Well, I mean, part of it, they're they're two different. No, I I understand that, but I'm saying like the Asian fighting style into yeah, the like I, it's cool, it's cool to get like martial arts stuff. Like I think this is going to be the best for, yeah. action, the best action of the MCU probably yes. is going to be in this movie, and I'm really excited about that. And I love the lead actor; he's great. So I'm excited. I'm excited Ooh. to see. Yeah, uh, Kim's Convenience coming to Netflix the final season June second. I'm excited to watch that. Um, oh, and then I have goodness. to go. Uh, it's really great. It's um sitcom it's fantastic it's about an asian um community that owns a convenience store um it's really heartfelt it's on netflix i highly recommend you watch it it's it's really good it's good Um, very Canadian too i did want to bring up two more things before we you know keep eric eric isn't done Uh, i'm not done yet okay my apologies my apologies go ahead jeez no three i gotta go black widow because that's one where it's like i've been wanting a black widow movie and I'm a big fan of David Harbaugh and, you know, Rachel Weisz in the Black Widow outfit. Cool. And it's just I've I'm waiting. I've been waiting for a Black Widow movie. And it's just like I'm excited for all of them. But if, if that's how I would have to rank it. You mentioned three characters for Black Widow. You didn't even bother to mention Florence Pugh. You just whatever, Florence. Like, <laughs> I like David Harbour. She had her I mean, time to shine. In that, she's uh... she's going to be the next Black Widow. So, um, yeah. I'm excited to see because I've. I mean, I haven't seen Midsummer, so don't watch uh, it. I, don't watch um, it. It's good. It's not. But, it's a really bad movie. Don't watch it. I, um, who do you, but, who do you trust here, Ruben or Eric for movie reviews? Who do you, who are you gonna trust, Eric? This movie is so far out of left field. It's. I like it's in the right field. Left field stuff. This it's is the in guy. The right did, field. This is hereditary guy, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, weird. I like weird. So, but yeah, that's how I would rank it. Like, I just Black Widow, just because I just want to see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for like I would pay thirty bucks for all these movies. Like, if they came to Disney Plus premiere, like I'd pay thirty bucks for all of them. So, because sure. um, like this is gonna be our new team. Like, we're gonna get one more Guardians movie, but this potentially is our new team that we can all fall in love with. So, um, yeah, that's how I would rank them. Uh, Ruben. What were you about to say? Uh, well, I did want to bring up two more uh, items for Marvel News, so to speak, mm. but I, I'll hold those off till we finish. You Marvel up. News? Well, it's not really Marvel News per se. It's just like Sony's t- Twitter, like the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home is just being real cheeky and I hate it so much. Just give us a fucking trailer. Just give us a fucking trailer, please. Maybe in like another month or two we'll get No, one. but did you guys see what they did? 
They no. just it, it was a trailer. Oh yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a bus trailer, uh, not a bus trailer, but you know, a, a truck trailer, and it was just driving me nuts. Um, I think the last, like just give me one trailer, give me one. That's yeah, it. That's, that's all, all we need. Don't show me. Don't show me everything. Just show me maybe a new suit. I'll be all right with that. Um, but anyway. Yeah. It's time right. whoa, to get whoa, to whoa. Iron Man 2. We just skipped. Oh, there was another piece. There was, there was another piece. There was another, there was another piece, piece, and we also just skipped over me and Christian's ranking of how we want to do this. Okay, okay, okay. Christian, I'm you sorry. First. It's okay, that's all right. What What are we skipping? Or, I don't even know where we're at, man. Which, how are you ranking your hype level for Eternals? It was your oh, question. Oh, uh, number two. Number two? What's number one? Yeah. Shang-Chi. What's number three? Um... Probably Spider-Man. Okay. All right. And then four is Black Widow. All right. That's fair. What about you, I, Ruben? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Christian. No, I, I just think, like, Chloe Zhao, directing and then writing and getting the creative freedom to, like, do what she wanted to do for Eternals. Mm-hmm. Like, right. That alone is way different than, like, a lot of stuff we got in the MCU before. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, unfortunately, as you know, I can't really disclose my number one is conflicts of oh my god God. Uh, number two is definitely uh huh i'd have to say uh um fuck i forgot what it's called well say it i forgot what it's called (laughs) we were just talking about it eternals no not eternals Eternals yeah uh, shang chi is number is number two and uh eternals is i'm sorry bottom of the list shang chi just because I, mean, I have no idea of what, like, eh. but I, I need to see a trailer first in order to get hyped. I mean, the you just teaser, did, yeah. But the teaser didn't really do much, you know. I do need to watch Nomad's Land so I can. Um, it's free on Hulu, man. Gotcha. I, I, I want to check that out because I, I like to. I like to watch MCU directors, other stuff. See what kind of stuff they bring. Last... If you want a good look at how fucked capitalism is, Nomadland is for you. And also nature is beautiful. Okay. The last piece of Marvel news that I wanted to bring up is somebody had said who would be the perfect live action version of Peter A. Parker. and Peter A. Parker? Peter B. Parker, sorry. Okay. Peter B. Parker, and it was none other than Andy Samberg, and I think it's a phenomenal casting. Is that why Boss Logic did like yeah. a, or someone did like a yeah. yeah okay perfect it's perfect Jesus that's all I gotta say all right let's get into Iron Man two um, so Iron Man two released May seventh two thousand ten directed by Mr John Favreau his last directing uh, in the MCU runtime of two hours and five minutes budget of 170 to 200 million dollars. Uh so probably right in the middle there maybe looking at 185. Box office gross of 623.9 million dollars. I remember seeing this movie midnight showing. Uh they did a double feature with Iron Man right before it. Uh it was hype. Um um and so let let's just get out let's get it out of the way first. What are our overall feelings on this movie? Too in before we get too in depth in it, Christian, I'll I'll have you start. Hold on. You got to tell your little personal anecdote about where when you saw it. Can I tell mine? Oh, of course. So, okay, let me set the scene for you. 
like 2010, I think, right? Yes. Well, late 2009, where my story begins, I'm playing Modern Warfare 2, and I'm in my clan, and I meet these two guys, Cat and his little brother, I forget his name. We play for like months. Now it's 2010. We find out that these guys we've played for months actually live in the same town that we live in. And we say, whoa, no way. Let's meet up and hang. Let's go see Iron Man 2 together. And it was a weird experience. We never played with them ever again. They were, those guys were weird in person. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with, and they're now my lifelong best friends. No, they were strange, and we never talked to them ever again. <laughs> oh, God. And that's right. it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Do you have a personal story? I honestly don't remember uh, the like the lead up to watching this film. I could have watched it with friends uh, from school. I could have watched this by myself. We had this, um, I guess it was this thing where we would go to, the, my family would go to the movies and we would all pick out a movie that we wanted to see. And of course, as usual, I'm stuck by myself. So I just went to go, see, I probably went to go see this by myself. Epic. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember also in that midnight showing, that was the last time I heard it in real life with someone. I remember someone came into the theater, just yelled at everyone, everyone, attention. You all just lost the game. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I lost. <laughs> I've never played this game. Just kidding. I don't play. So yeah, it was the last time I ever heard it used in a public setting. So that, that that's, that's what I feel. But anyway, uh, initial thoughts about this movie before we get too in depth. Ruben, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of Iron Man 2? So, as you all know, my, my hatred for this movie before rewatching it was very strong. I, I really ugh, I fucking hated this movie so much. And then I rewatched it today. It's not as bad, but definitely don't need uh, whiplash in this movie, you know? Just this actor is just not good, you know? Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. You don't like him. I can't stand the look of his face. I stand by that. Okay. So when was the last time you saw this movie before today or yesterday? If I'm being honest with you, it was in theaters. Really? It's been 10 years since you've seen years. This is me me rewatching the whole MCU uh, for the first time. I think the only only seen these movies once. We could have been marketing this, man. No, no, no. The only cup the, there's been a couple of movies where I've seen them multiple times. Uh, Civil War, obviously, just because it plays on FX like you wouldn't believe. Uh, um, Infinity War, of course, because I had to rewatch it leading up to Endgame. Uh, Endgame, of course, as we all know, I went to go see that movie three times opening weekend. Three times, actually, four times. Four times opening weekend. It was great. It was it was it was an emotional experience. Um, I think I saw Captain Marvel twice in theaters, but like after rewatching, like I haven't seen any of these except for uh, Thor Ragnarok and the ones I just previously. Oh man! Seen. Oh man! This is gonna be fun. Yeah. Shout out to FX, man. They used to love playing those X Men movies all the goddamn time. Yeah, but now FX they got has the movies. movies. FX X X X has the movies. Yeah. <laughs> amazing uh all right so wow so you 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 hate it less i hate it less but also i hate mickey rourke because of okay well not because of this movie i hate this movie because of mickey rourke okay yeah all right christian what about you 
You know, two weeks ago when you watched this with your niece and you said to the group chat, you were like, hey, I, people forget, like, Iron Man 2, like, it's not the best, but it's pretty fun. And I'm, like, sitting here thinking, there's no way. Like, this movie's just, like, not good. It's no bad. Way. Then I watched it and I was like, wow, like, it, it isn't the best, but I am having fun in certain times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, I, it, I know it drags a little bit and, like, it could be way tighter and there, we can nitpick it to hell, but, like, mm-hmm. I had a good time. Yeah, it, it it's one of the the first movies I think I realized where like a movie cannot be great, but you could still have a fantastic time with it. Um, my me personally, I, like this movie, I think rewatching it two times in the last month, like I think it's higher than when I initially had it. I think I used to have this movie in my bottom four. Now it, it's gone up just a little bit, but it's still it's still so much fun just because of RDJ. I think just like any time you put Robert Downey Jr. on screen, no matter what it is, it's it's going to be a fun time. And uh, that actually goes into my first discussion question I have, because um, Iron Man 1, and I've talked about this, I'll put this on Twitter and stuff, people answer, like, Iron Man 1 is about accountability and how he, you know, wants to change himself. And then Iron Man 3 is about um, you know struggles with mental health like who are you as a person like do you need the iron man suit and i really it was hard to realize what iron man 2 is about and i know cameron Mm. hawkins said it's about legacy and i i kind of agree with that but i think this movie suffers from sequelitis where it's just like let's try to get a big bombastic story in for a sequel and i think that's where it really falls this movie also has the trouble of, I put this on here as well, being the jumping off point for the MCU. Like, this is where the MCU starts doing that whole crazy expansion stuff. Yep. So this this movie has a lot going for it. Um, but, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruben. Yeah. You don't like Whiplash. Yeah. It's not, you would say again. It, it's not that I don't like the character Rip Whiplash. I just do not like Mickey Rourke at all. Like he is <laughs> what makes this movie in my head the, the lesser of the three. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would say that if I had to rank the trilogy, this would be number three for me. But um, Iron Man number three, uh, obviously at the top. Yeah, of course. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually would put Iron Man three as number one. In the I trilogy. Know, because so. it's the best. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, going back to the sequel, I just, you, you introduce something with the main character. It's like, oh, they're dealing with this now. Tony obviously is dying from the palladium right. he's been using it in his chest. So like, that's his big, uh, plot line going forward. It's like, oh, how can I, I've been using the Iron Man thing so much that it's literally killing me. Um, so also funny thing, I forgot to mention it in the, um, beginning uh, screenplay written by an actor. Yeah, Justin I saw Bale. that too. I saw that That's too. I had no idea. Insane. I was like, that can't possibly be the same Justin Thoreau. Yeah. And it was. It, it, mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy times. Crazy Absolutely. times. Um, yes, and then in this movie we also get the introduction of one Mr. Don Cheadle as Rhodes. The better. Rhodey. Uh, much better. I, uh, Don Cheadle is a much better roadie. 
Oh, dude. I mean, I said it in the beginning when we started the podcast, but like that line when he says, look, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Move on. Yeah. It's such a tongue in cheek reference to the recasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I, th- I could have sworn that Robert Downey Jr. was going to be like, hi, did you, did you get a haircut or you look, something? You look a little different. That would have been great, funny. too. Yeah. I keep going uh, back to Eric's uh, question about, like, like Iron Man. Like, what is this movie about? And, like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really trying to think about that, like, what you guys were talking. And it's like, Iron Man is dying and he's having trouble, like, dealing with that, which is why he turns into, like, more of an arrogant prick than he was at the beginning of Iron Man 1. Right. And then he's kind of gifted away to he discovers a new element and everything's hunky dory, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. It troubles me. I see where for me, this movie, like coming fresh off of it, this movie is more about death. But I can also see the legacy side as the theme Mm. in this movie because like, you know, Howard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That and also like he's trying to make sure that everybody is good before the inevitable happens of him dying. Tony. Right, 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 right. Also, fun enough, I like how this movie's soundtrack, when they released it, was just an ACDC record. Yeah. That's all it was. It was just a bunch of ACDC songs. Um, So, nothing I love in this movie is the just letting RDJ be Tony in the Senate hearing. I thought that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Where it's just like, oh look, like no one has this technology, um, and he just hacks the hacks the TVs. Uh, yeah. It was really good. Okay. Uh, we got to talk about Tony's tech for a second. It's the coolest, like insane. it is so cool in this movie. Everything is like whoosh, he's like moving his hands and like, yeah. oh, I love it, dude. I love watching Iron Man just do his thing. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, oh, go ahead, Ruben. I also do like the the uh, part of that scene where he looks back at Pepper and he's like, huh, yeah, and she's like, no. Mm. You're, you're fucking up here just focus gary shandling as the senator i thought that was great also um just the end like i try to pay ball with these ass clowns it's like fuck you mr stark um i thought that was fun uh and then mr sam rockwell oh, oh my god as justin hammer god i want him back sam he's so okay so you guys like him i love yeah he, sam was, he was fun I did too. I don't care for him, Justin Hammer. Oh, I didn't care for him in Justin ha- as Justin Hammer, but like he, for the villains, I rather would have have them focus on Justin Hammer than okay. Yeah, then yeah. yes, I agree. Yeah, but also like I I remember watching this movie and I was like, huh, that guy's a pretty good actor, and never saw Sam Rockwell ever again for like a good ten years. I was about to say you need to watch three billboards outside. Yeah, um, out there, Missouri. No, but yeah. like he was gone for a while, right? Am I wrong? I mean, he just wasn't in a bunch of crazy stuff. Like okay. he he did a bunch of indie things. Okay. Yeah. So he's usually in like Wes Anderson films. I think he was in Taika Waititi's last movie. Mm. Really talented. So yeah. um, his last. Movie. Yeah, I, I like I like Justin I like Justin Hammer. He was fun. Uh, he was in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, I love um, that movie. So. Uh yeah, he's he's so much fun. Um I like how he calls Tony Anthony. Yeah. That's what yeah. <laughs> That's how you know Uh-oh. that Tony d- just doesn't like him like bro, everybody calls me Tony. Just call me Tony. And of course, he's got to be that guy that calls him Anthony. Yeah. Well, it's like it's his like I don't know, I guess Napoleon complex is the only thing I can think about it, but like he knows he's inferior and this yeah, is like yeah. the only way that's like a, him trying to humble Tony. Right. Calling him Anthony. 
Um, there's a there's a few things I wanted to bring up from earlier, if that's okay. Go of ahead. course, please. I didn't very much care for the cold opening of uh, like Mickey Rourke's like Ivan uh, Ivan's father dying. Yeah, but like for me, like the, the like actual opening of like Tony Stark jumping out of the airplane, you get the ACDC playing and the fireworks, mm-hmm. like is just fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then after that, you get like three cameos in less than five minutes, and it blew my it blew me away every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we get uh, Stanley, which we'll talk about. But then Olivia, sorry, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. And then we also get Olivia Munn as a news reporter, which is like Mm -hmm. shout out to Olivia Munn. I I forgot she like this is like one of her first forays into like major acting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Kate Mara makes an appearance as as the government lawyer. I was like, wow, I haven't seen Kate Mara in something in a long time. What are you doing here? Oh my god, Fantastic Four. Yeah. You're right. Luckily, Luckily, we'll never have to review that here. Thank fucking god. Not until uh, we get the new one. Oh my yeah. Mm. I, I'll gladly do a Kevin Feige produced Fantastic Four review. Yeah. Uh, so uh Ruben, you were about to say something. Uh no, I was just gonna ask, was the guy before Stan Lee important? Because he looked like uh, I don't wanna taint the, the guy before Stan Lee. Yeah, there was a guy that uh he gets introduced to before Stan Lee and he's like, This is uh Like on the escalator? Yeah, that guy that he it's like real quick pass by. Don't I don't think he's anything. I think it's just Tony talking with somebody. Okay, cuz it Cuz we also we got to remember another important cameo in this Ruben. One oh, Elon no, don't say Musk. it. One oh yeah. Musk oh yeah. Actually talks about the Merlin jets in this one. Yeah. Um I thought that was really interesting cuz uh it's just wild that Elon Musk shows up in this. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um Yeah. His acting, that's, that's the start of his acting career right here. Yep. <laughs> Probably the strongest uh, acting I've seen from Elon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting that, like, even though, like, Elon Musk is just a weird freaking dude. Uh, just the, um, just him actually talking about SpaceX stuff and Tesla stuff. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Like, hey, those, those Merlin rockets are fantastic. I'm like, that's neat. Because, like, yeah. Like right now in the real world, Elon Musk is probably the closest thing we'll get. We're getting to a Tony, actual Tony Stark. No, right, Tony right Stark now. is a good guy. Oh no, I'm just saying in terms of eccentric genius, weird billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um. But what? What's up, Ruben? You're going no, 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 no. no, no. I was just saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. So is Elon. Um. Well, that's a different different discussion. This is not. This is yeah, we're not talking about this now. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, some other things. Um, well, you want to talk about? Uh, I really like the Monaco race. Like, I wish it was a little longer. I thought that was really cool, and it makes sense because like Tony would actually know how to drive these things. Yeah, like Tony, mechanical genius, he would absolutely know how to drive these cars. I disagree. This is this is the I, I wrote this down. This is like I have a problem with this scene. Yes, it makes sense that like he owns the like what, he's sponsoring the car. He can drive it surely because he owns it. But man, these drivers, especially in like the Monaco Grand Prix, they study all the turns. They memorize every chicane. There is no way Tony Stark is surviving going this fast. Ah, I don't on. believe it. I'll believe it that he's like this genius who flies around in this metal suit. I don't believe that he can drive like a all few the, laps around. But all the more reason why he can figure it out on the fly. You know, he drives, he flies around in that suit, and you need to make 
adjustments on the fly. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Boom. Because I mean, the first, that. he's like doing a lot of craziness with the Jets. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. He's force sensitive. We'll learn about that in the next movie. There is one thing about this film that I also didn't like that's not Mickey Rourke. Um, mm. This suitcase suit. Oh, I can't oh my God. Suit. I freaking love the suitcase suit. That is probably my favorite suit up in the this entire MCU. This is by far the worst suit in the entirety of the MCU. Do you remember Iron Man 3, all those suits? I remember Iron Man 3. And I stand by my statement. I, I got to ask you, Eric. Which is the better suit up here, then? Do you think the first suit up when he's like, you know, it's like so two minutes? The- like that was that was cool. Like it really kind of showed like um like very comic-y, uh like that Tony would get all these things like put on and stuff. And then obviously Tony's gonna figure out how to do this really fast because you know he can't take two minutes sometimes to suit up and all these things. So like the suitcase is just so fucking cool. I loved it so much, especially the scene, just the franticness of like, come on, give me the case, give me the case. Um it, Pepper and uh screaming. Uh, it's just so good. And she's like, I want better security. I want better security. And then she's like, out of your, out of your mind. Uh, but so good. Just this, it's so cool it's how he has a suit and a suitcase. It's, it, so it's cool in theory, but that suit just looks horrendous. No, it, it, it looks, oh. it's like a portable. You know what it is? I, I think I don't like the color scheme. It's you don't like the gold and silver. You don't like the red and silver. Yeah, I don't. I think that's what it is. I don't like the red and silver. I think I would, ridges I don't care about. Yeah, and also the ridges. Not a fan of it. I think it was it was just oh man, it would be so cool. Especially like if I'm a kid right there and I see Iron Man starting to suit up like real quick. Uh I wish we'd have got more of that suit, uh, but frankly we did not. Um This yeah. this is the first action scene of the movie and the last until the climax. Yep. Which is interesting, really. Because though the first one didn't really have Crazy amounts of action. You have the cave scene. Um, but it's got drama. Yeah. And Ruben, Ruben's, Ruben's leaving. Uh, he's got to go check his next um, guest for the Joe Rogan podcast. So, Oh, my um, God. I was hoping you'd make that joke. <laughs> Audio uh, Ruben uh, looks yeah. like Joe Rogan today. Yeah. God, he's got the backwards hat. The New York mm-hmm. attitude. He's, he's got oh, he's it. a New Yorker. That's right. Yeah, he probably got a slice before he did this show. Um, so, oh, God. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting though. Um, just the amount, because I, I know there's like some behind the scenes drama with this, where like Marvel was very much with Feige. I'm mean, not Feige with Favreau. Hey, you got to put all this stuff in this movie. And I think this was like the movie where John Favreau was like, "I'm not directing any more of these. Like this is this yeah. is too much." Because I I can see why because there is so much in this movie. Like they we, come a lot. yeah, that like you have, um, obviously you got all the Tony stuff. You have just you bring in Justin Hammer. You're bringing in Nick Fury in this one. Actually, you're bringing in Black Widow, War Machine. Um, you show Captain America Shield, like they're all the way up with Howard Stark. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot, yeah, to, yeah, to have to deal with. And then you can kind of see in his notebook the Tesseract. Uh, if you're slipping through it, you see the Cosmic Cube. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, uh, you can kind of see some of it. Um, but yeah, I I I can see why Favreau would not 
like doing these anymore because this is a lot. This is like a Spider-Man 3 situation where they have to throw in. Luckily, this works more than Spider-Man 3. Um, I agree. But, yeah, it it's a lot. Um, it's- when Ruben gets back, I, I especially want to talk about the party scene because I think that's a very important one. There's um, something you and I can talk about for while Ruben is gone. What is that? I, I think this is the movie um that rdj was the most ripped in there's that scene when he's taking out the palladium for the first time and Mm -hmm. like his abs are well defined this is the best Mm -hmm. his abs have looked in any mcu movie yeah and he's got and he has that scene where like he's uh hardware mode where he's taking the sledgehammer and uh putting all the stuff in the house i was like getting ready to sweat during that scene i was like (laughs) i I, am i attracted to uh to iron man right now (laughs) the answer is yes i hope i looked that good in the tank top yeah, yeah, I think that's that's all. Well, we all can't look like Thor, but you know, RDJ, that's that's like a good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good one. Um Let's see. What what was I going to talk about? Oh, oh, he's uh, getting some drink. Him. He's getting some drink. Uh everyone Ruben is back. What happened? What did I miss? Uh we missed I made my Joe Rogan joke. Um I said you got a slice before this. So there's that, and then we talked about RDJ's abs and how they're it's he, they're the best they've looked in the MCU. Did was there an ab scene in this movie? Yeah, oh. when he when he takes oh, out the palladium and he has his shirt off. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I was too um, busy looking at the veins popping out. I'm sorry. So uh, the next scene I really want to discuss me. a little bit. <laughs> the next scene I really want to discuss is our very very. Very, I'm gonna say it last time there. Uh, demon in a bottle scene where Tony at the party, um, you know, he find out, like, look, I'm gonna, I'm probably be dying. Uh, yeah. and also, we've had Black Widow introduced, which, yeah, I love okay. Black Widow. So, I, 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 we, we got, I gotta take a step back here. <clears throat> Let me set the scene for you. Okay. Oh, no. When Ruben's Natalie good. Rushmore, aka Natasha Romanoff, walks in, in into whatever uh, Iron Man Which, Tony Stark's gym, and is going into the ring to fight John Favreau, you have to understand what this did for me as a high school student, as a soft, <laughs> as a sophomore discovering myself. I would, I would like, I, w- I I was sweating, dude. It, and it's a uh, yeah, awesome uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, good talk. Ooh. I like. I just like also Tony at the end. Just like I want one. It's like no, you can't. You can't. It's like, and so another example also going into the party scene. This is another fantastic movie. If even I don't like her that much, Gwyneth Paltrow and RDJ's chemistry in this movie is so good. They have such unbelievable chemistry, and that's why. What route? No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I said my piece, Ruben. I just don't understand how you can't like Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. How you can't like Gwyneth Paltrow. There you go, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's real weird, man. She's She's weird, but like these movies. She's that Hollywood weird where it's just. It's okay. Hollywood elitist. She makes these movies better. I mean, yeah, like. She is fantastic as Pepper. That's why. That's what I'm saying here, Ruben. Yeah, but it's she just like good uh, job. Separate your separate the actor and the character, Eric. Separate the actor. Can't and the character. we? We we cannot do that at all. Why not? We just can't. 
we're not, not? we're not gonna go into this because then i'm just gonna start talking about how jk rowling has disappointed me so we're not gonna we're not gonna do they that separate the actor and the character art from artists how about that that's better so yeah we'll, we'll go into a tangent about how okay. the woman who created the greatest story ever for me disappointed me so much yes. okay but yes so we're not, we're not gonna do that i agree with you that Gwyneth Paltrow like, their, chem- their chemistry is outstanding especially in that scene in when they're kind of like riffing off of each other like ooh who's she she is a walking sexual harassment lawsuit waiting uh, to happen okay. um, and just uh, it's like Latin who speaks Latin do, do you speak Latin oh, it's a dead language <laughs> no one speaks Latin um, so I enjoyed like her introduction and you know going to the party scene with her go ahead I, Eric you are so right because I've never thought about like Robert Downey Jr. He talks and thinks so fast. He's he's firing all cylinders, and Gwyneth Paltrow matches his intensity to a T. Like mm-hmm. she is with him. Credit to Gwyneth Paltrow. That mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. She's able, like especially also like in the fight scene at Monaco, like the screaming and everything. Like they're able. She's able to keep up with this quick witted. Just like no, I need better security. Uh, better security, and so. Just wild, just so good. Yeah. So shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow. You are one of the best things about these movies. Um, just wish you weren't so freaking weird. Again, um, the Monaco no more coochie scene, candles. The Monaco scene where she, they immediately come into, I guess, the restaurant, and he's like, "Don't be bad," and she immediately already knows that something's up, and then she's like, "What the hell is this?" I also forgot my favorite joke in the movie, where yep. it's like, Can you "Say it, yeah, I'm yeah. Say, it. say it." So yeah. Uh, oh, this is Christine from Vanity Fair. She yep. uh It's like, oh wow, is she Oh, oh <laughs> she, no. she did a real spread on Tony last year. And she wrote a story too. <laughs> I wrote I wrote I wrote it down. I wrote down she did quite a spread and then Tony yeah, interjects. <laughs> she wrote an article too. I laughed out loud, dude. It's so so good. Um, well can't catch a break. Yeah, he can't catch a break. Um but I really like, again, the party scene where we have Tony, you know, he's at probably the end of the line, he thinks, for him. And uh, going crazy. Like, this is probably a very, we're getting very Iron Man 1, pre-Iron Man 1 Tony Stark here, where he's just going nuts. It's all about him, 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 him. Um, And then you get the cool suit up for Rhodey. uh, And pre-war machine, Mark II armor. Uh, I thought that everyone doesn't like that fight. I really like that fight because of the emotion behind it. Now, granted, it was silly, like robots fighting each other to Daft Punk and Queen and all that stuff. But like the emotion behind the fight is what made it so good for me. I right. think. I guess it's, it's like, look, I'm action, your best. Right? Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. I'm your best friend, buddy. Like you were going off the deep end. I need to knock some sense into you. Um. So. Uh, I think that was. I think that was really cool. I, I liked it a lot. Um, we also get that reference to War Machine. Yeah, you want to view the War Machine? Take the shot. Yeah, well, I guess my my question here is, and I'm, I'm as I was thinking about it, I kind of answered my own question in my head before Eric was talking. I was like, hmm. Black Widow, uh, uh, Natasha, kind of like pushes Tony into the direction of like, uh, yeah, you're dying, so do whatever you you want, and like be an ass. And my question is, why would she do that? Like to to the, then not recommend him for the um, Avengers Initiative? 
And then I immediately thought, I was like, well, I guess like you, she has to find out how he's going to perform like in life or death situations and under pressure and stuff like that. Right. That that's when your true character shows. It's like, oh, that that, that makes sense. Hmm. That's it. That's, that's that's very well put. Um, but yeah, after after the fi- the party fight scene, we get you know introduction of Nick Fury, which I thought was great. I thought he had like, you know, he has two scenes in this movie, and they really stand out. Like, do not mess with this man. Like, you think you are my biggest problem right now? I got shit going on the Southwest right now that I have to be there right now. But, yeah, you're Iron Man, and your friend just took your suit? The real question is, what should I stare at? The eye or the eye patch? Yeah. It definitely was a scene where it's just like, even though, like, I know it's Samuel Jackson, it does a good job. Like, do not fuck with this man. Right. You do not want to be on this man's bad side. Um so I thought that was neat. Um, and then, you know, uh, we're just jumping around plot here. I think I think it's important like, to set some scenes and how we think about the important ones, I think. Sure. Uh, I think uh, we talked about this earlier, just like the part where he sees the video of his dad talking to him, I think was really powerful. Because, you know, he has this whole vision of his dad. Like, you know, he he didn't like me, really. Like, all this stuff. And, you know, we get further stuff in the other movies, like in Civil War. It's like, my dad talked about you all the time. Like, you you would thought that uh, you were his son or something like that. So Tony has to deal with that. Um, let's see, in Iron Man, and not in Iron Man, uh, in Civil War, deal with that. And I, th- I thought it was really powerful to just, like, have the extra video. Like, Tony, like, I- I'm limited by what I can do. But, like, you can do this. Like, I believe in you. And, like, it's just jump starts that awesome. Like, let's get Tony Stark in a garage making stuff. And that's what that's what's so great mm. about the hardware mm. scene. Just making stuff. Making a new fucking element. Yeah. Like, like science people, like, um, I have some guys I work with. We've talked about this element scene. Like, how the fuck does he do this? It's like, he's fucking Tony Stark. He can do whatever the hell he yeah. wants. He's got a collider in his house essentially he just makes a collider which is awesome because why not and i i remember the gasp in the movie theater when colson like (laughs) what is this and it just it's like we're like oh my god i need that bring it here it just uses it as a freaking level of course i i got butterflies in my stomach the first time i watched it i was like oh my fucking god are we gonna get captain america is 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 are we going there yep i couldn't believe it and I didn't actually until Captain America: First Avenger was announced. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it it was wild. Uh, so interesting enough, when the movie was made, everyone wanted to know what that new element was. Apparently, in the novelization of Iron Man Two, that was vibranium. Wow. But they retconned it, obviously, since vibranium's from Wakanda and stuff. Like I think Tony called it badassidum or something like that. I forget what it was, but. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that that was vibranium um, because uh, I, I was looking at some science stuff actually behind this. Um, if you look at it, a normal battery, which like Tony kind of has in the arc reactor, it's just like a super powered battery and stuff. And Avengers, when Thor lights them up and brings them up to 400% charge, no normal battery does that. No normal battery can go to 400% charge. Vibranium would like take all that energy and he was able to blast it back, kind of. So I thought that was really interesting how um I always wanted to know and just 
Christian was right earlier, just like the hand stuff when he makes all the the new element. Like, I right, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that, and just like, oh, dead twenty years still taking me to school. I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is like one of the best parts about the movie is just let Tony Stark show that he is a genius. And that's I why love- that scene works. Yeah. You're so right, Eric. Like that's why it's so good is because it's fueled by like uh, the previous video we saw of him and his dad. Right. Like Iron Man was talking with Nick Fury about like yeah my my own my relationship with my dad like sucked it was shitty like yeah, he, he was, was always cold, working. Dude, yeah. You get the realization that uh, Howard actually cared about Tony right and like, that yeah. one tiny clip and then that fuels like that this badass at him. Hope yeah. collider moment. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy the thing in the video. Like, I would like to show you my ass. I'm like, oh, John Slattery, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, we do have somebody in the chat. Uh, of course, Ghost Hand two four six has come back today and has told us it also helps that all Iron Man movies have more punchier, punchier and visceral action scenes, mostly due to the gadgets that Tony uses, especially in Iron Man one. And yeah. Mm. They feel weighty. Yeah. I will say this as I was watching them. I wonder if you got, because I know they got rid of this uh, in the later Iron Man stuff with Iron Man. Do you guys like it in the first two movies when it was just like whenever any of the suit moves, it's like that? I think I do. You, you do? Yeah. It, it got kind of weird, like so much for me, especially when, like, when they were fighting, when Tony and Rhodey were fighting, and every single movement was just. Just little robotic movements. I'm like, I mean, huh. but that's what it is, though. I understand. Well, it's 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 actually a prosthesis, Ruben. You're right. I'm sorry. It's a high <laughs> high tech prosthesis. Pro- uh, yeah, high tech prosthesis. That's um, something I didn't really even like really notice until you pointed it out. It, same thing when you said like, oh yeah, Iron Man one. Tony has a robotic voice, and they just mm-hmm. get rid of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. In my head, in my in my head, canon. It's just the tech that he's making is getting better. Right. 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 Yeah. But yeah, because well, I think. Inch- Oh, go ahead, Ruben. Well, the reason why he has a robotic voice, I guess, in Iron Man 1 is because nobody really knows he's Iron Man. But now everybody knows he's ah. Iron Man. He doesn't really need it. Boom. Well, here. It would have been cool to see if he kept the robotic voice and all that. It would have been cool. Uh, either way. Um, let's see. You know, we got him getting his, his new element. We got the Stark Expo, big climactic fight scene with our uh, Peter Parker out there in the crowd. I thought that scene. I, was, I don't believe it. Well, I thought that scene was so fucking cool. It was, it was nice. This little kid's like, "Yeah, I want to stand up to you," and just Iron Man just drops right behind him and just. And I'm like, oh man, that was that was so cool. But yeah, I. It's interesting that that what that's what they think Peter Parker is. I mean, that kind of fits like a little kid like Peter Parker being Why a genius would want to go to the Stark Expo. So dumb. Why? It's in Flushing Queens. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. Whatever. We don't live in the That's a train ride away. Okay. It's a pointless retcon that we just don't need in the movies. Like, whatever. Shut up. Shut up, Kevin Feige. This is the kid. But it was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. Especially when, like, Tony Stark says, uh, what what does he say? Like, nice shot, kid, I think is what he says. And then, oh, man. Um, yeah, it was really cool um, seeing just the team up Fireman and War Machine at the end. Right. Like, I think that was like our first start in like team up action in the MCU, and it, it was really cool. Really short, but it it was it was really nice. Um, I, I gotta say, for all the problems I have with Iron Man two, the fight in the Oracle uh, Garden still rips. 
Like yeah. that's a cool like the first part of that with uh Rhodey and uh and Iron Man against all like the, the, the bots. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. And it's visually interesting with like the like the Japanese uh cherry blossoms like right. going it. It was cool. I did and, want yeah. to ask about uh the uh repulsor scene when uh Rhodey and Iron Man well Tony are fighting in the suits that mm-hmm. you know they both use the repulsors and there's just a huge blast. Do we think we're gonna get more of that in uh what's that uh Armor Wars? No, that's not what it's called. Uh, Armor Wars or Ironheart? Either or. I don't know which one's which. I mean, maybe. We'll we'll see. Okay. I mean, they never used it again in the MCU. But I assume, isn't Armor Wars going to be about Tony's armor being used? I I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see about that. I did enjoy the one thing in that fight where it was just, all right, let's go put our big gun up on the roof and they just both go for it. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm going up. No, you're not. Yeah. It's like, you more, think more just that because... Don chemistry. Yeah. You think just because you have a big gun, like, yeah, it's called being a badass. Um, so I, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, I got to say, though, Tony Stark with the whatever thing in his wrist when so he tells cool. uh, Rhodey to duck. Yeah, it's awesome. So cool. One thing um, I love about the MCU, and I think I, I guess it would start with this one since it's like the first time we have like a team up. Is the way every single like movie has them using their powers uh, like with each other like in synchronicity is so cool every single time they do it. And again, with this one, it's as simple as the repulsors, but like it's cool. I I think it really shows the differences between even though they're both um, iron suits, the difference between Rhodey and Tony. Tony is very much going to be flashy, in your face, kind of brawly. Um, using a bunch of tech, Rhodey is just gonna. I'm gonna pummel you with ammunition. Right, We're that's gonna what I'm to gonna point, do. Essentially, so um, I, I think that was really cool. And you know, we we just go through the movie, and it just goes back to the beginning. I think this movie is fun. I don't know the point it serves because you know Tony you know, Pony t- Pony Tony Pony. Went, uh, Tony went through his crisis of identity. Um, in the first movie, and this one is just kind of like retreading on that, which I didn't think it needed. Well, um, I I think it's a stepping stone for setting things up later on. And obviously, that's that's what this movie is. It's it's not about Tony. It's the stepping stone for the MCU going forward. No, and I, see, I that's where I disagree. I think it definitely is about Tony. It's Tony realizing that he has to essentially play nice uh, with a team later on. You know, if he's going to be accepted, if he's going to play a role in the Avengers, he needs to learn how to play nice. And I think he, mm. we sort of get that with uh, Rhodey. Um, you know, like he's. I I don't know. I know what you're saying. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Like that's that's interesting because definitely he like he's doing all this one man um, solo stuff. And then he help lets Rhodey help him. Let's. You know, Nick Fury help him. Let Pepper he let, help. He let's Pepper, yeah, yeah. Let's Pepper be CEO. Um, so I, I thought that was, I thought that was really nice. Um, but the scene with Nick Fury at the end, like if you notice, like there's this, there's the Incredible Hulk scene. Uh, the journalist on the college on the screen. There's actually a blip on Wakanda, which I didn't notice the first time. I didn't um, yeah, if you look on the big map, there is a. Uh, point of interest point right in the middle of Africa. So um, I thought that was neat. Uh, but yeah. I didn't notice. 
And I think it was interesting when you said, like, you know, Iron Man definitely for the Avengers, Tony Stark, not really. It was like, how can you have me but not have me? And I think it just shows Tony Stark is Iron Man. Like, you can't have one without the other. So, and like, you make a good point. That's why he doesn't use the robotic voice anymore because everyone knows he's Iron Man. Like, this is the package deal. Right. But, um, but also, I feel like <laughs> Nick Fury was like, give me a sec. Let me, let, let's see how this goes. Rody, you relax a second. Well, I'll call you back. If this doesn't go yeah. wrong, we got you next. All right. Yeah. You're, the you're next. You're yeah. batter up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then we get, uh, I remember it was uh, a few cheers when uh, post credit scene and we see Mjolnir. Like, oh, 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 we're just going to skip the whole uh, John Favreau and Natasha Romanov fight scene God. in the hallway. I forgot about that. Oh, my goodness. Got this one. Uh, yeah. So cool. Especially, I like the end when she's done. She just maces that one guy. I thought that was really oh, cool. Yeah. I, I think it definitely just shows like, hey, do not mess with this woman. Yeah. She will mess you up. Yeah. Um, I thought I that was really acrobatic. Cool. She is. Every movie is like super acrobatic. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you get like John Harrow being like just weighty, brawly type of dude who like, can barely take on one guy. Yeah. And go cook a grilled cheese, John Favreau. Yeah. No, uh, but yeah, it was a really cool fight scene. I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. And then, oh my God, we haven't talked about Bird. No. I want my did, Bird. Did we need to? Did we, we need did. to? We did. No. Drone better. This movie's so strange at some points, man. I also I'm, want to reference. I'm telling you. I also want to reference the ex-wife and how much of a letdown that was. Like, it I just been... love it. Doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, but mm. like the way that he described it, where he's like, "Yeah, this is the most powerful thing. This thing can literally write a book that's better than Ulysses itself, and still have time to." wreak havoc so to speak and then we just fire it and it's just nothing <laughs> yeah because hammer sucks yeah. and then we get just another thing with flash at the end forgot to talk about it where it's just another version of iron man yeah just a just a big suit yeah with some whips Essentially, but so. he was right in the end he won if we think about it he said, "Like if you like show people that God can bleed, they'll stop, you know, worshiping him or whatever." He says, "Like yeah, it's like he's he's right." Yeah, I just wish that it, he didn't have an Iron Man suit at the end, or or just a suit in general. I mean, he, oh, he does. Yeah, because whatever, it's gone in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, but it just like reminds me of oh, like they're hearkening back to the great. Hey. Yeah. Obadiah Stone. Next in the next movie, we don't get an enemy in an iron suit at the end. So it's okay. We get the greatest. Oh, we you're talking. The, no, we're talking about Thor. Ugh. No, no, I was talking about. I was talking about the next Iron Man movie. Yeah, Iron Man three. Greatest. Dude, an the greatest, the worst villain, dude. No, <laughs> no, no. You're crazy. You guys are gonna rewatch this movie, and you're gonna be like, whoa. Really what the that? fuck happened to Pepper? I like you know what I mean. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Ruben, I, I took a look at who's going to be uh, hosting what episodes, and you actually get Iron Man three. Oh, thank God. Um, so, uh, so anyway, yeah. At the post credit, we get Thor 
Uh, we get Mjolnir, hear some lightning. Oh, excuse me, hear some thunder. Can't hear lightning. Uh, so, um, yeah, I thought that was uh, the crowd cheered for that one. But yeah, this was just a just a sequel again toward the end of this year. Um, I think that's why I think a lot of people consider it maybe the worst of the MCU. Is like it just didn't feel like anything. It was just a fun movie. There's not really much going on here. Um, yeah. So, not the worst sequel in the MCU. Uh, the worst sequel to a franchise is coming later. Yeah. But um, not 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 a bad movie at all. No, I, I would say it's like mid tier at best. Eh, yeah, lower tier. For me, lower tier. for me personally, it is lower tier, but it's still a fun. I think, like I said, the Incredible Hulk is the only one where I'm like, this is okay. That that is it. Oh, that, that movie was just bad. I I also realized that that uh, end credit scene in the Incredible Hulk doesn't really make sense unless it's after this movie. Yep. Yep. But it's not. So, it's a good thing right. that movie doesn't exist. Yeah. Wait, what? Anywho. What? What did you I mean, say? He says it doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, it's time for our special segments at the end of the show. Uh, I'll start with mine. We're going to rank the villains. So right now for our list, we have number one, Obadiah Stane, and number two, Abomination and Ross. So I think we have to definitely put Hammer and Whiplash together yeah. can we just put hammer uh, i mean we have to put with flash dude do we yeah he's yeah, part of so. think we uh i think just justin hammer alone the number one oh just, yeah okay if, if, justin ha- if justin hammer alone is number one then uh mickey Rourke's character would have to bring bring it down yeah, i just think i like the combination wow. of there is, wow. i like the combination of hammer and uh whiplash together I thought it was fun. It was a fun. It was better than Obadiah Stane, and it was better than Incredible uh, Abomination. I think Then Hammer is like a limp dick, dude. Obadiah Stane had like an emotional betrayal against Tony. Stark. Right, right, right. But I think uh, Stane was just like a CEO dude. It was like, oh, I'm CEO and eat my money, uh, Tony. I yes. just and that's what's so good about it. I think <laughs> if if. Uh, Justin Hammer was the mastermind behind the drones. It would have been a better Obadiah Stane. Like he would have been better as a villain. Uh, but considering that Whiplash is also a part of this, I- I'm going to have to rank that he's number. See, three. like the Whiplash Monaco scene was so cool, though. Yeah, but it- it's just Mickey Rourke just ruins it. Just his face alone ruins it. Okay, I will I will say I am okay with them being number two, as long as they're above that's, Abomination. I'm voting number two. Is, uh, that's where I'm I'll going. Number two. That's fine with me, because Justin Hammer, even though he's a limp dick, is number still two? super fun. Number he was, two? When he's on screen, it's fun. Are you insane? Number you two? You think Abomination is better? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot abominations yeah. in this. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Zoom out. On that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I am okay with them being number two. Yes, I, I'm fine with that. I have to agree. Okay. Number two. Um, Ghost Hand right. two four six is also uh, saying that Whiplash was such a waste of 
of Mickey Rourke. If they went for the comic costume, he would have been perfect. Yeah, but Ghost Hand, it's not that Whiplash was a waste. It's that Mickey Rourke was a waste. Like, had we picked literally anybody else other than Mickey Rourke, this movie would have been a perfect movie. Well, a good movie. I, I remember there was like an article like two weeks ago where Mickey Rourke says that the MCU acting is terrible. I'm like, oh, that's, oh, no. There's it all some started pretty, with you. It's like, there's some, <laughs> there's some pretty good acting in the MCU, Mickey. Um, yeah. I just, like at Michael B. Jordan and all them, like Michael Keaton. These Fuck, are, I, can't, I can't wait till we get to Black Panther. Black Panther. I can't wait till we get to as a as a friendly reminder. Spider Man, Homecoming. They do. They do. They do. Black lives do matter. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Oh man, it's 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 gonna be so exciting to go through all these movies again. Uh, I'm sorry. Go so, I'm not much of a wrestling fan. He says to be fair, Mickey can do great acting, like in The Wrestler. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't yeah, see The I'd Wrestler. Be. But, Mickey Rourke yep. is is good in things. I just like he was fine here. I mean, I think he was way old when he tried to say this is my son. I'm like Mickey Rourke looks the same age as you. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like friends. Uh, and so yeah, I think it was interesting. I think the thing with Whiplash was like, hey, look, someone else can make this tech, Tony. That that's literally all he was there for. Like right. someone else can do it. Someone else has your tech. That's it. There's nothing yep. emotional to this one. It's just like this is what this is the guy. So. All right, I am fine. Yes. Uh, so Whiplash and Justin Hammer, number two on our villains list. So, uh, Ruben, it's your turn for your segment. Oh, oh, did we rank the movie so far? No, oh, we're, we're going to do Stan Lee Cameo first. Last. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, okay. Last, man. Okay, okay, you I was just making sure. First. I was just checking, Jesus. Um, so, obviously, this movie, we have Stan Lee as Larry King. Are you King. trying to write Larry King? Yeah. Why is it I in mean, parentheses? Yeah, no, because I was gonna write the movie Iron Man Two. Oh, okay. Like ah, I was naming gotcha. maybe, maybe you should put like a little thing in the doc to say what each cameo was. Well, yeah, that's, like what, little, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Okay, now. Well, for the other two, you don't have anything. Well, I'm putting them in now. All right, jeez. What was he for in? you audio I mean, listeners? He was. Uh, oh, Hugh the Hefner. old man. Yeah, no. Well, he was the old man in Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Stanley, old man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put this dead last because I would agree with you. Larry yeah, King. it was, it was way too short. It was such a waste. There. He didn't even yeah. say anything. It was it was very much a waste. It was literally like two seconds max of him on screen. Although the best Stanley cameo so far is in the next one. So huh. I don't remember. I don't remember the cameo in the next one. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised. Yeah, no, no, don't yes. tell me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you. Don't worry. I like how I covered my ears with this. All I do is make the headphones louder. <laughs> um, but yeah, all yeah. right. So that's Christian. it. We agree. We agree? Okay. Yes. Okay. Ooh. It is time to rank the movies. This is the meat and potatoes. Okay. So to catch you up so far, we've got Iron Man. Or sorry, from I guess going from the other way. Reverse order. Number two, The Incredible Hulk. Number one, Iron Man. Where does Iron Man 2 fall for you both? Let's start with uh, the host, Eric. Uh, right now, these uh, two movies, or three movies, including Iron Man 2, I have to put Iron Man 2 at number two. Yeah, I agree. Because Iron Man I, 1 is I still agree. just a very, very strong movie. 
That is a resounding consensus for Iron Man 2 yeah. as number two. So the new list goes uh, number one, Iron Man. Number two, Iron Man 2. Number three, The Incredible Hulk. Wow. So, uh, boys and girls, get used to that number, that last spot being the Hulk for the rest of the time here. <laughs> just, for now. Just letting for everyone now. know. For now. There's no movie that's worse in the MCU, The Incredible Hulk. We'll see. I promise you. We'll see. There's it's no not movie. possible. Hey. There's no movie hey. worse. Hey. Eric and I will outrank you every hey. single time. Hey. We'll, hey. Hey. You. <laughs> we'll see. But what, what do you think, Ruben? What, what movie do you think is worse oh, than uh, that, Incredible Hulk? Sir, that's future spoilers. I can't go into that. We'll, we'll find out when we get there. Either way. All right. Uh, so, gentlemen, before we wrap things up here, any final thoughts on Iron Man 2? Not as bad as I thought it was, as I remembered it to be. But, again, Make It Work just needs to go. Like, if he wasn't in this movie, I would have been fine with it. Like, if it was just yeah. the, the his father like dying and just like approaching iron man like oh something along the lines of your father betrayed me like that would have been more i, I would have preferred that mm. yeah i spent 25 years in a russian prison thanks to your father blah 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 you know way right right <laughs> uh christian no thoughts from you iron man 2 do you need to exist no, but like, thanks for existing anyway. I think it does need to exist. Thank hey, you. Shut up, yeah. shut up, Ruben. It's his time, Ruben. <laughs> you fair enough, time. Fair enough. You spared, you went it all on Mickey Rourke. All right, fine. How about like 45 minutes Iron Man 2? Nice. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, yeah, Iron Man 2. Just thanks for a fun time. Okay. Um, all right, gentlemen. It is time for them plugs. So, Christian, we're going to start with you first. Yeah, follow me at ISO Christian for all kinds of shit posting. I'm, I'm mostly just still promoting um, Palestine uh, donations and all kinds of drives to get people to write to their Congress folk to say, hey, let's stop selling weapons to Israel. And uh, yeah, you can follow my Twitch stuff there at ISO Christian as well, playing games, playing PS1. Hopefully, got it to working. We're going to play some Ape Escape this week. Oh, and then, yeah. I, I have to shout out uh, Jeff Ulrich, who's coming on to the movie podcast this week. Wow. We're going to be talking uh, none other than a movie I haven't seen since uh, Netflix sent me the DVD, which is a long time ago. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. So you can check that out at Large Popcorn. Oh, the great. I saw Scott Pilgrim on a Greyhound bus in 2010 going to Little Rock, Arkansas. And I was so terrified of being on a Greyhound bus that I couldn't really enjoy the film. So I need to rewatch it. It was like it was on my phone too. So I'm like sitting there, like huddled up against the window, just like watching the movie on my phone. Uh, Greyhounds so, are weird, man. It was so terrifying. Oh man! Thank you, Ruben. What you got? First off, Michael Sarah is a gem. We don't deserve him, but I'm glad he's he's in the acting world. Um, number two, Reed Richards. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No, I can't picture that at all. Ugh. Um, I do want to plug, uh, we are doing some more Mass Effect, uh, probably the later half of this week, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't really think we have any more shows this week, unfortunately, but we'll do some, uh, more streaming. Um, yeah. Well, we'll have one more show before we reconvene for Marvel Mondays next week, which is the special show. 
on Sunday. That's right. Nope. I'm no. sorry. That's that is rescheduled for Monday. Yeah. I, I, never mind. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, well, no. Are we going to reveal that next Marvel Monday? I think we should. Should I, we do it? Next I Ruben? figured we should have just done it now. You know. All right. You want you, you want to say it or? Eric, you seem a little too excited for this announcement. So you go excited. ahead. You go All ahead. right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else, the penultimate conquest is going to the world of fantasy, and we're starting a D&D campaign. Crazy. Very exciting. Um, we're going to have uh, Christian, Ruben, Ryan, myself, and Tessa. Our dungeon master is going to be Anthony. And we are starting a campaign. Very exciting. Ruben has never played before. No. This is going to be outstanding. I'm very excited. Um, it's going to be a very fun time. Very fun time. Uh, I'm going to get into some, uh, some shenanigans. Maybe some hijinks. So, Let's order some pizza and roll some dice, baby. Right? So very, very excited to finally announce that we are going to be starting a D&D um show here on the penultimate conquest so remember please subscribe to us here on twitch give us that follow that will help us out um immensely uh thank you for your support uh remember subscribe to us on youtube and ruben uh we kind of cut you off in the middle there you got anything else to plug my friend uh no that's it tess is going to be streaming tomorrow resident evil uh eight resident evil eight village um, I am going to be playing some Knockout City with Christian later this week. Very excited for that. And I think that's pretty much it. Mass Effect 1 probably on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. Mass Effect, great game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like it. So I'm glad you were. Yeah, my God, I forgot it's your first time. I'm glad you're like it. I, like I said, I told Ruby at the beginning, I just finished Persona 5 Royal, so I'm ready to get into Mass Effect. Um,. But anyway, yes, I am Eric Ginn, Eric C. Ginn on Twitter. Uh, you can find me there uh, doing a lot of stuff here for Marvel's Monday's Initiative. Um, we got E3 coming up in a few weeks, um, so very exciting about that. Um, please stay tuned to us here. Uh, hopefully get some some previews, some stuff going on out here in the next month. Uh, it's going to be a busy time here for the channel. So again, please, if you can give us a subscription, a follow, a like, anything, tell your friends. If you'd like to be on the show, let us know. But anyway, from all of us here at Marvel Monday's Initiative, have a great evening and Excelsior.